Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Join, joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. How you doing? Howdy. Howdy, howdy. How, how, how's quarantine treating you? Um, I mean, I'm fine. Yesterday, the only time I left my house was to take the garbage out. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm staying inside, of course. I'm not going out for anything, really, unless I have to. Uh, I'm still going to work. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. I got, I'm, like, working out at home, and it's not nearly as effective as it would be at the gym, but it's, like, it's my only option right now. So I kind of just have to... Do, I might go for, like, a run tomorrow if it's not too cold. But, like, I'll go for, like, a run alone. I'm not going to be like, hey, buddy. You wanna, oh, it's supposed to be thunderstorms tomorrow, so I guess I'm not going for a run. Um, <laughs> uh, in the morning, I can go before it rains. Whatever. It'll be 50. That's fine. Uh, oh, it's supposed to snow on Monday. Good stuff. It hasn't snowed all winter, but now that it's late March, they want to snow. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just staying inside. I've... I literally did not go to sleep last night because I was working on the uh, whole nine draft class for Madden, which yeah. will hopefully be out this weekend. Hopefully, yeah. It's it's it, honestly most of it is just like the most irritating part is that since we have the spreadsheet for PlayStation and Xbox, so we have the same ratings. The most irritating part is like setting the ratings, and then I have to go back into my into the spreadsheet and write down the ratings that I gave people. Just that's the worst part, and it's not even that. It's literally just me being lazy, and it's time consuming. Oh man, yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> you guys go into like statewide quarantine Friday, right? Do we? Or tomorrow? I don't know. That's what Jake was saying, dude. But, I mean, he's wrong a lot. So it's like, I mean, it's Jake. Yeah. He's a frat boy. Uh, All these <laughs> random celebrities trending right now got me shook. Like, Daniel Day Kim. Why is he... Oh, well, he... Yeah. Well, he did actually catch <laughs> Did you see um, Steve Young the other day? He put... Like, Steve Young was trending... And mm-hmm. so Steve Young tweeted, like, oh, I saw Steve Young trending and wondered what happened to me. And then he posted, like, the Denzel Washington gif of him, like, being relieved. Yeah. And I was I was cracking up. Because I was like, first of all, I didn't know this old man knew how to use Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, it's good that he's having fun with it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be um, in class right now, by the way. Are you? <laughs> yeah. You have online class, online classes? Yeah, my class is going on for another 20 minutes, and I just, like, left in the middle of it. Because we're not even... We're doing today, there are no content classes, where professors are basically just like, so these are the updates to the syllabus, like, this is what's happening now, These are the this is everything that's going on with the school, and it's just like, okay, so I could just read the syllabus, got it. Yeah, I uh, I've just been going insane in my house. I'm so bored. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm so bored. I was drinking yesterday just out of boredom, <laughs> and I'm gonna do it again tonight. I have it right next to me. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Let's do it right now. I'm down. <laughs> um, to infinity. To infinity uh. <laughs> and beyond. I uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I, my sleep schedule is so messed up. I was talking to someone on Twitter about it at four in the morning yesterday. Well, today, this morning, I guess. Well, I have nothing to wake up for, so I have nothing to go to sleep for. So I'm just, you know, I'm just going to bed whenever, waking up whenever. <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, Trevor Fennell did like a mock draft at like three thirty in the morning, and I was like talking to him about it on Twitter, and it's just like, what am I even doing now? <laughs> like, like, like as i replied i was just like this is like what is the point of this like, i don't know it's, it's just a weird time right now and one of my professors was acting like she's taking it hard <laughs> it's like I, I could tell she's just not having a good time with this like she was like in the middle of like 
whatever we were doing, like the discussions we were having. She was just like, <sighs> like sometimes oh. I just gotta like take a deep breath. Like it's like it's getting crazy out here. It's getting real wild. But it's like I feel bad for her because she's a teacher. She they have two kids. And her husband, like, works in finance, which is, like, the worst thing to work in right now. Um, because just everything's going to shit. Which yeah. is great that I'm graduating in a few months, by the way, with a degree in economics. This is, uh, this, this is real great. Uh, Joe Thune has signed his franchise tag officially. His agent just tweeted it right now. Fire, fire, fire. Um, but, you know, we should probably talk about football. Uh, should we? We we have like a stacked like oh yeah this is yeah, going to be one of the so few much to talk about this is going to be one of the like f- six minutes of just bullshit so. this is going to be one of the few episodes where we actually do have a lot to talk about until yeah. sports come back I think yeah starting tomorrow <laughs> starting next episode there might it's not going to be a ton no not at all what are we going to do? All right, well, starting off with the football news. Only strictly football. <laughs> the non-football football news. Sean Payton is the first NFL official, like, person to uh, test positive. Sean Payton's first NFL corona case. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Good job, good job. Um, I'm, I'm shocked not more people in New Orleans have it. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, I know a lot of people in New Orleans have it. I'm talking about, like... Saints players, yeah, (laughs) confirmed and Saints players because place is wild. What came out like right before we started recording Mm -hmm. was that apparently he found out about it like eight days ago, but he was at some public event on TV five days ago. Mm. So it's like, dude, like a lot of people already don't like Sean Payton. So it's like you're not helping. I I like him personally. I'm I'm a Sean. I Payton love fan. Sean. At, at least I mean, obviously, I love Sean Payton. At least, like, at the very least, I very much respect his ability as a coach. But it's like, dude, you people already hate you, and you're just going out spreading a virus. <laughs> like you know, you have it where they're like, oh, like quarantine yourself for two weeks, and he's like, you know, what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go to a public event right now. I think I'm gonna go on TV, interview, just have fun with it. Uh, man, I just, I just want it all to be over. I just want it all to be over. Um, yeah, I'm just, dude, a lot of people, people down here are either taking it deathly serious or not at all. Yeah, that's the same, I think that's what it is everywhere, because that's how it is here too. Like, people are just like, like, I know that I'm erring on the side of, caution and i'm just being incredibly like i'm not hanging out with people like people want to go play basketball and i'm like don't even talk to me at all in any way shape or form like i'm not trying to out because i don't care if i get it but i don't want to give it to other people that's my issue and Mm -hmm. it's like that's why i'm staying inside and that's why i'm i i don't want to say self-quarantining because it makes it sound so much more serious than i'm doing i'm literally just like i'm just staying in i'm just being a piece of shit right now um but yeah, I have friends that are just like, hey, like, we should have, like, a quarantine party. Uh, yeah, it just defeats the purpose. I'm like, what, are you out of your mind? Like, quarantine party? And they want to have a... I, for, I think they were calling them quarantinis, which is just, like, martinis with, like, emergency, like, poured yeah. in there. And it's like, first of all, that was a dumbass idea that you saw on Instagram or Twitter, wherever you saw it. And second of all, you're so stupid for just wanting to hang out right now. <laughs> it's like... Oh man! Like you're lucky I'm texting you. <laughs> I sent you a tweet. <laughs> Chad Henney's face. It's so funny. Why? Why does he look so sad? <laughs> he just looks so upset. <laughs> it's like yeah, like you're never gonna play, but at least you're gonna get a ring. Um. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So. Um. Audacity messed up. Excuse me, the quick. Um, so, I'm cutting in the middle of this episode to add on. We have uh, a segment with Ross Jackson coming up um, right now, and then we're going to go back to the normal episode. 
because a lot of news has happened, very Saints-related news. So I brought him on to talk about that as a little addendum. I say a little. It's a longer segment than I intended, but me and Ross just have fun, so we just keep talking. Um, so it's fine by me. Um, so now we're going to go to that, and then after that ends, we're going to go. It's just going to cut straight back in to the original episode that's been delayed because of technical issues. All right, bye. Hello, and I'm I'm literally just jumping in in the middle of this episode because uh, Audacity has messed up super bad. So this episode has been delayed by like two days, um, and a lot of stuff's happened. So to talk about a couple of the um, new free agency deals that's happened since we ended recording, um, I have uh, guest of the year. Ross Jackson on to talk with me a little bit about some of them, because the main the main one is very Saints related, right? <laughs> I mean, all, all three I, that I'm think we're going to talk about here are pretty Saints related. Yeah, that's true. But I I will say too that um, just because I know you guys don't do any cuts, I've been waiting through this entire time while all the audacity <laughs> issues have been going on over the last couple of days. Yeah. So I've yeah. just, I've just been chilling while all these moves have been happening. So we have so much to talk about. I know. Like, and it's big ups to Ross for sitting on the line. Cause no cuts. We don't no do cuts. any cuts here. Yeah. This was no. entirely the plan. I just called in and I've just been kind of sitting here. Like so I mean, much has changed. I mean, literally what else would you be doing? Right. Cause... When I joined this call, I could still go outside. he's just been waiting just been chilling um so then we're gonna have uh and then then after this uh we're gonna have him sit on hold after we talk about all the old news yeah yeah exactly i'll wait and then once once everything's done then i'll i'll hop off formally if apparently the the saints aren't done what if they what if what if some news drops while we're recording I'll just jump in. <laughs> I'll just be like, hey, hey, guys, real quick, I got a new thing that just happened. And I'll just jump in and give you my thoughts on it real quick and then just go back to mute. Okay. And just chill out and listen to the rest of the session. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about something that I think everybody got, everybody's happy about. But actually, before, I want to set this up for, I want to talk about this for Saints fans because the day opens. And then we extend Andrus Pete for five years. Yeah, big deal too. Five years, fifty-seven and a half million dollars. If you care about average per year salary, which I don't recommend caring about, eleven and a half million dollars per year. And then the money to really pay attention to, thirty-three million dollars guaranteed for a guy that has never played a full season in the NFL since being drafted. So it was a big deal for Saints fans to see Andrus Pete get extended because if you ask any Saints fan before that deal was done. Who is the one player you hope will not be on the roster in 2020? You, Andrus Pete was the first name to come off the board, and then maybe Ted Ginn Jr. and a couple of other names. But Andrus Pete was going to be overwhelmingly the number one name mentioned to that question. I see a lot of non-Saints fans, and this is the reason why I figured he was going to get big money somewhere, mm-hmm. saying, oh, Pete's great. Right. Why, aren't you, why, aren't, why are you all upset about Pete? I've never seen a fan base hate a player so much. Dude, the Saints fans absolutely despise Andrews Pete. But I but you have to look at it from the Saints perspective. Oh, I, I don't hate I don't hate it. Oh no, no, totally. Totally. I and and I'm not saying that you do, but a lot of Saints fans yeah. like absolutely went wild on this move. And so it, it's important to look at it from the perspective of New Orleans what they ended up achieving for themselves with the signing of Andrews Pete and look at it sort of from the scouting perspective of what are the positives about bringing him back. And it's it's not it's a good deal I think mm-hmm. compared to what these other guards are getting and mm-hmm. really there aren't a ton of great guards in the NFL. Right. That's so, how he ended up on the pro in the pro bowl. You, you get a, I mean? you get the familiarity. Mm-hmm. Plus you get the versatility which we all know the Saints love versatility on the offensive line. Yep. Um, which I, I I don't think that they 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 rarely draft a, a player if they can only play one spot like Ryan Ramchek, yeah, right. Tron Armstead, they they they're set. But anywhere anybody else, if you want on this team, you need to be able to play if at least two, if not all five spots on the line. 
yeah, which Andrus Pete can do. Yeah, yeah, and that's such a big point. And you made the other really big point too about familiarity. And it's not just familiarity with the system; it's familiarity with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is coming back for what I imagine is going to be his final season, his twentieth season in the NFL. And he wants an offensive line that he already knows how to communicate with. And that makes perfect sense to me. Or I'm imagining he wants an offensive line he already knows how to communicate with. Because what quarterback wouldn't, right? You're talking about an offensive line over the last three years that has been in the top three in terms of least sacks allowed. They were tied for three last year. And then the two previous years, they were around number two, if I remember correctly. And yeah. so they've been absolutely outstanding as a unit. And Andrew Pete's been a part of that since he was drafted. And so, yeah, maybe he's the weakest link within the offensive line but in terms of the positives that you get with them you get somebody that already knows the scheme already knows the plays already knows the communication knows the checks knows the kills knows everything that it is that drew Brees likes to do and is still really good in the run game too or at least a, a good mobile option in the run game for the saints to continue to do the type of and have the type of run game that they like to have and so i think that that's all of those positives are the reasons that drew Brees. I'm sorry, that Andrews Pete came back. I understand the frustration because you saw him get absolutely demolished for a good portion of the season, particularly looking at the wild card game. But even in the wild card game, it was, you know, they were they were failed reps at the wrong time more than they were an overwhelming amount of failed snaps, if that makes sense. And that's just that's going to tarnish you when you're on a national sca- uh, stage like that. Marcus Williams. Right. Right. Yeah, the wrong play at the wrong time, and you look at uh, you, know, and you also look at Andrews Pete and the injuries, which have been mostly impact injuries, wrong place, wrong time. So hopefully he comes out of this and sees the confidence that the Saints have in him, and is able to really step up his game to that next level of going beyond the the sort of mid-tier level that you've seen from him. And then you get that sort of top 10 guard level, which is really, that's the thing is like mid-tier, quote unquote, he's still probably a top 10 guard in the NFL. And so uh, so it's tough. I mean, it's a tough thing for Saints fans to witness, but it's the right move for New Orleans for all of the reasons that we've discussed here. I, uh, I also want to talk to you about this. I'm, I'm, I just thought about this. Um, did we ever hear anything more about the reports that Larry Warford was the big weak link in the Saints' eyes and um, not even Andrew Speed? Yeah, I mean, there's still some conversation happening around it. Kate Terrell followed up about it yesterday after the Pete signing, saying, I wonder what this means for Larry Warford, which could mean, and, and as she acknowledged, it could mean nothing for Larry Warford this year, but it could mean that they've invested a ton of money now in one of these guard positions, and they owe Larry Warford a good, good chunk of money this year. And there was some conversation about maybe extending him to sort of help uh, spread that cap out and everything and pushing that beyond. But at this point, you kind of wonder if this would be Larry Warford's last year because the Saints reportedly have seen a decline in Larry Warford's play over the last few seasons. Um, You know, if you if you put any stock into analytics sites like Pro Football Reference, for instance, they do the um, the uh, A.V., ratings in terms of value and how important a player is to their team you look at larry warford and andrus pete and they scored eight and seven respectively and so there's not much separating them right now yeah so andrus pete gets signed at what at about like at about noon yeah yeah well it was yeah yeah it was kind of in the morning ish um yeah, I think that's right because it was it wasn't a ton of of time that separated the two big signings for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a twelve hour turnaround in a way. Yeah, uh, Todd Gurley around a little probably a little bit before Pete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Gurley was, goes to the Falcons, so the Saints will see him twice a year. Man, the NFC South is going to be so much fun. The NFC South is going to be very very fun. You see Tom Brady and in then the there's now yeah, and then the least. Like I guess, entertaining off season, the Panthers at least mm-hmm. has some investment for the Saints because we still get to see Teddy Teddy two gloves twice a season. Yep, and maybe you get to see Keith Kirkwood too if he ends oh. up bouncing back and looking healthy. Yeah, so we'll um, see what happens with with, with his old college coaches. Yep, yep, yep. Hot so temple. all this stuff has had Saints fans brewing. We're upset, and then at nine nine p.m. <laughs> late night <laughs> yeah. magic. Yeah. We hear that Emmanuel Sanders is signing a two-year, eighteen million dollar deal. Isn't that two years, sixteen? Uh, two years, sixteen million. Yep. And then there's a maximum value of nineteen after incentive. Mickey Loomis and Kai Harley. Bang Kai his Harley, name. Thank you for saying his name. Thank Kai you Harley yeah. is man. Mickey Loomis gets all the credit. 
I was like searching Kai Harley's name just to see if he gets any credit, and like tweets from Nick Underhill tweets from 2016 were popping up. Like yeah. no one talks about this dude. Yeah, it's really like Mike Dettelier, Barry, and I that talk about Kai, that talk about Kai. <laughs> and he is so. If, for those of you who are not uh, too invested in the in the Saints, <laughs> right. in the Saints front office. Uh, which you have no reason to be if you're not a Saints fan, right? Um, and most Saints fans, I feel like, even aren't. They don't really know about Kai, um, and that's, that's but Mickey Loomis is 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 our talent guy. But Kai Harley is the is the capologist. He's the business right. expert. Um, and he's the reason we have so much money. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You, if you've ever looked at the Saints and gone, "How are they still doing that?" It's Kai Harley. <laughs> like, Kai Harley. He finds money. Reason. In the most random list, and yeah, I know the cap, the cap, the cap, uh, never doesn't exist. It's not really real. But yeah. Kyle Harley still finds a way to make so much money, and we still have nine million dollars as of this morning. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. And the thing about it is that you look at. I just want to break down a contract real quick. If you look at Emmanuel Sanders' contract of two years, $16 million, just in terms of the surface of what that is, we don't have the contract details yet, but if you look back to last year, 13 days after free agency officially opened, they signed Jared Cook. They signed him to a two-year, $15 million contract, seven and a half per year. But the way that they did it was that they ended up putting in an extra voidable year, so that extended it to being a three-year contract in terms of the money, even though the, the sort of... Um, the uh, dedication in terms of the player and the team was only a two-year contract. So they gave him a $6 million signing bonus that spread over those three years in terms of the money years, and then they only had him on a $2 million base salary, which paid him out $8 million total, but only cost the Saints $4 million in 2019. I expect to see Emmanuel Sanders' contract to look pretty similar to that with a pretty hefty signing bonus, an extra year to spread that all out, and then a low base salary so they can continue to make even more moves if they want to bring in any more of those mid to low tier uh, free agents that still remain out there. Yeah, and plus they could still, I, I still want to, I think they can and will uh, restructure Jack Rabbit's mm-hmm. uh, contract, but. Uh... Open up some more money. If, who, who do you who, who would you think that they need to add right now? Like not even need, but like right. who do you think yeah. they could add? Who do you want? Like your your dream pickup now with the oh, remaining free agents. Dream pickup? Um, I look at a guy like Tajay Sharp. You you probably have heard me be very high on him over at the over at the other podcasts and everything, but. I'm, I'm huge on Tajay Sharp. I like him a lot. I think that adding Emmanuel Sanders is great. You now have another shorthanded wide receiver that can be explosive and that can get open in any variety of ways with a number of routes. And so Emmanuel Sanders is huge for the Saints, and they finally have a good one-two punch. But if you still want to upgrade a little bit more in terms of the number four receiver, even the number three wide receiver that can, that can maybe push uh, Traquan Smith maybe to either get better or if he still lacks in consistency, you have somebody to rely on. I like the idea of adding another wide receiver in Tajay Sharp. But to me, it's going to be more of the other guys on the defensive side, so depth guys like a Kamali Korea out of um, out of Tennessee to help shore up the linebacker position where there are a lot of injuries and a lot of players coming off of injury. And then the newly released Pierre Desir in the secondary would be an excellent addition, I think, as well mm-hmm. as another depth guy. I uh, I also would not be mad at. Uh, what do you, what do you how do you think about how do you feel about Everson Griffin? Oh, I love him. And if, I mean, in, if, you know, the Saints were looking at Robert Quinn last year. They were looking at Ezekiel Anza last year. And so if they're still interested in adding another pass rusher, I think Everson Griffin would be a fantastic addition, uh, especially. And the Saints have done this thing all offseason so far to where it's been all about familiarity mm-hmm. with this team. It's been all about in-house free agents, guys that are already leaving the team, or guys that have been connected to the team in some way. So you saw Malcolm Jenkins get brought back, which was huge. He spent his first five years in New Orleans. You saw Michael Burton come back on a one-year deal. He spent the offseason and preseason with New Orleans. The Saints got a very close look at Emmanuel Sanders (laughs) (laughs) in the Week 14 game where he caught seven passes for 157 yards and a touchdown and then threw a touchdown to Raheem Mostert as well. And the Saints have – Sean Payton's been all over Emmanuel Sanders for like three years now. So there's familiarity there even though he hasn't touched the team yet. And so you look at a guy – you look at a guy like him that also has – you know, some that the Saints have seen up close and personal uh, in the best and worst ways, particularly that wild card game. And if you can bring in a guy like Everson Griffin to be another pass rusher for you, you can't have enough of those. I would Everson Griffin, Mike. I love Everson Griffin, and I love it. And you and you look at the Saints, and you're like, do they need another pass rusher? They already have Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, Trey Hendrickson. And I was like, the Saints will find a way to make him put to put put him out on the field if if. Uh, 
I almost said, uh, if Carl Granderson, right. yeah, if yep. he can get reps, yep. I almost said Curtis Granderson. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Granderson. Uh, that's, his, that's his more upstanding cousin without the legal issues. Yeah, if Carl Granderson <laughs> can get snaps, Everson Griffin can get snaps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at it, that's a defensive line that rotated nine players per game on average last year. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they can do it. Um but Emmanuel Sanders getting added to the Saints offense. Be ready. Be scared. I mean, I'm so excited. That'd be big. It's been a it's been a fun offseason. I know a lot of people are ready to sort of say, Oh, well the Saints have punted on the offseason here, but you have to be patient. This is what they do every year. They don't jump at the big first guys. They might make a couple of offers to some people. They put an offer out to Jamie Collins, just like last Chris year they Harris. put an offer. Yep. And then last year they put out an offer on the first day to Adam Humphreys and it just didn't work out. So you see that they, they try to make a splash, but they'll only go so far because they know that if they wait and they be patient, then they can get the deal that they want and so far that's what they've done. Plus, Emmanuel Sanders passing up the Packers and Cowboys for us makes me like him even more. Because, you know, we have to imagine San Francisco would have loved to have him back, too. So you can even throw San Francisco on that list. Even like, I don't know, it just feels nice having someone pick us over the Packers. (coughs) Cough, cough, Jimmy Garrett. (coughs) (coughs) Cough, cough. Um, Oh, that's another player that the Saints were in on, too, was Mercedes Lewis, who is another tight end that curved the Saints to go to Green Bay. It didn't work out for Jimmy Graham. Don't think it's going to work out for Mercedes Lewis. No. Um, well, I did mention I want to have I had one like just random question I wanted to ask you. Yeah. I was looking uh, in in the in the Instagram comments. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> it's like looking for, at YouTube comments for the Emmanuel Sanders like post. Uh-huh. In the comments, OBJ was talking a bunch of <laughs> like how it's the best. Like he made like multiple comments about the best system in the NFL. Wow. What do you th- how what do you think are the odds that OBJ plays a game in a Saints uniform like in, in his career? In his career? Okay, in yeah. his career, I could totally see it happening. I'm not going to lie. In his career, I feel I totally he wants it to be here. It certainly does sound like it in the way that he has sort of proclaimed his love for New Orleans and everything. And of course, like he's from the area, like he went yeah. to LSU, like, you know what I mean? Like he's down the road from you, basically. And so it's been, you know, he has the connections, he has the ties, everything like that. But I don't think we see that. You know, I, I see a lot of Saints fans like, oh, I can't I, wait for the Saints to trade for OBJ I don't, I don't, Yeah, I was, I was going <laughs> to say, I don't see us trading for him. Right. Yeah, I think we have a lot contract. of pull in free agency. Agreed. Um, whatever this con because we don't like we don't have the capital to do it nor would i want us to use the capital that we have now to do it right no absolutely i would love i would love obj obviously yeah but eh, i I don't know the other other part of it too is that like you know you we we talk about how like the salary cap doesn't exist and that kai hartley and mickey loomis do a great job but you still have to be conservative about your spending Mm -hmm. otherwise you end up with a situation like what the rams are going through right now it's where they have so much money invested in huge parts of an unsuccessful execution and then you see all of these other players that are being shopped cut stuff like that and so it's it's you you can't walk that line you kind of have to walk a different line and so obj's contract is up with the browns in 2023 as of right now but the the dead cap situation goes away after the 2020 season so if they decide to move on from him in 2021 then that might be the time that the saints end up getting an opportunity to maybe bring him in and that's when the salary cap opens up big time for them because drew Brees' contract is mostly off the books after this season because he only took 25 million guaranteed so it's really the 11 and a half that remains after this contract from previous contracts that ends up being what the saints have left to pay off so that's really a prime offseason for the saints to build around whoever becomes the quarterback after drew Brees. we should just give him a bobby vanilla contract i love it (laughs) (laughs) i love it so he can suit up whenever he wants that's it all right well thanks for coming on ross always a pleasure man anytime anytime always happy to be here you have some competition for guest of the year oh i have to have it i have to have it and i'll be honest man like i would be i would be honored i would be honored to or i am honored to go up against the guests that you've had on so far this uh this off season because y'all have been Y'all have been incredible with the guests that you're bringing in, man. So congratulations, kudos, keep up all the good work to you and Brandon. Yeah, no, uh, of course. And uh, so I'd say right now, if I had to guess, your biggest competition is Steve Wardle. Oh, and I'm I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm very very proud of that. Shout out to Steve, and shout out to him for didn't he did he win the cup pong tournament? He did. We're, yeah, no we're, surprise. We're uh, yeah no not at all. Um, 
I think we're doing another one this weekend. Oh, good. Let me jump Sunday. in. Yeah, I'll tell you. Just, just, text, just send Brandon a message. I'm sure he'll... You always got a spot. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. And then now, I guess I'll put this the beginning. Well, you'll know. You know, because you're just going to get on hold. Yeah, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'm just All right. Wait. So enjoy the rest of this episode, Ross, and thanks, everyone else listening. Um... So yeah, football news. <laughs> football in in terms of football, uh, something kind of big happened. Tom Brady is going to Tampa Bay. TB to TB, as Brandon put it in the spreadsheet. Yeah, um, this is. I still don't know how to take this. Like, I'm I'm so excited to see Brady Breeze twice a year, oh. maybe three times if they both make the playoffs. Uh-uh. Um. But it's it's so weird. It's gonna be so weird to see Tom Brady in a non Patriots uniform. Is Chris Godwin gonna give up number twelve? I think so. I think he has to. I think Brady would pay him. Oh, just like Brady would pay so much money. For <laughs> Brady would. How, okay, I want to see. I want to see something. Um, are you looking up how much he's yes, made in his Chris, career? Because Chris, I I looked it up. Wait, are you looking up Brady or Godwin? I'm looking up Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin signed a four-year, $3.2 million contract. He could... He, well, yeah, because he's still on his rookie deal. Yeah, I know. He's, he could pay him way more money than he's, he's ever earned. <laughs> and would. Because yeah, it's like, over his 20 years, uh, Brady's made $235 million. Plus, do you not know... His yeah, wife, yeah. <laughs> Giselle, he's not the breadwinner and in also, their family. Also, the two thirty-five is literally just salary, nothing to do with sponsorships. Yeah, it's a rich family. Good for them. Good and for I them. saw someone texted me, and they're like, "Oh, like I feel kind of bad for like Giselle because like she's got to like relocate and everything." And I was like, "You are out of your mind if you feel bad for them at all." Like, oh, she has to relocate to somewhere that's nice and warm. Oh, no, she has to with move her, from Boston with, to Tampa Bay, Florida. Yeah, with their insane amount of money. Get out of here. I don't feel, Plus, either way, it comes with the territory of being involved with an athlete. So I especially don't feel bad for you. You knew what you signed up for. Yeah. I, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, it's just weird. It's so weird. It's so odd. I'm I'm ready for his contract to come out. Yeah, I, I need to know that. Do you think it's gonna be more than two years? No, I think it'll be two years exactly. Three years, a hundred mil. Two years, eighty mil. Two years, two hundred mil. Because he's half their salary cap per year on him. Oh, my God. Um, moving on, this is something that you said uh, yeah. you've been looking forward to a lot. Yeah, I, I once it, we were talking about scheduling this, I had to, I was like, we need to talk about this first. But, yeah, early. Um, Darius Slay to the Philadelphia Eagles. I love this so much, and I hate it so much. Uh, um, I want personally. I just wanted Slay to stay in Detroit. I'm especially sad that he's with Philly now, but yeah, I really wanted him to just stay in Detroit. Uh, even after they signed Trufant, I was like, maybe they'll agree to an extension. And then Slay tweeted out like, "Oh, hopefully this will speed up my trade process." Um, so we knew he wasn't staying at that point, <laughs> but. Throughout the whole season, I was really hoping that the Lions would keep Slay, draft Okuda, and then just lock everyone down. I don't know why they didn't do it, but it, it still doesn't make sense to me. But uh, they got, I believe it was a third and a fifth for him, which I thought that he would get a first. Um, obviously, I think the reason they, that they didn't was because uh, the Eagles had to extend him. So I think if they didn't have to give him a ton of money, it'd be a different situation. But they then made him the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL by $0.1 million annually. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love Darius Slay. 
so happy for him. Hate that he's in Philly now because now he's going to destroy, I guess, Darius Slayton uh, twice <laughs> a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get to you get to see Darius slay a lot more. Darius, Darius Slay versus Darius Slayton twice Slay- a year. Big play slay versus big play slay. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. I think he's still a phenomenal corner. I get people are like, oh, he's he's getting up there for a corner at like 29. I don't care. If you could ball, you could ball. I, I genuinely don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, like just keep him around forever, but if he's not regressing significantly, all for paying him. Um, another uh, somewhat old player, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers, is going to Indianapolis for one year, twenty-five mil. He, yeah, I, I mean, we know one million for each of his kids. Thirteen since they got rid of it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think it's a great signing though yeah Behind i think so too. a fantastic offensive line good defense just really i mean they could use a little bit of help at a pass catcher but i'm expecting naheem hines to have a great year next year now because i think rivers is actually going to throw him the ball uh colts colts might win the afc south we know Texans aren't. That's that's for sure. Um, Dude, should we tight. talk about all of the Bill O'Brien stuff going on? I'm trying not to. <laughs> you saw the Jalen Strong tweet? Yep. <laughs> yeah. See, but that's the thing. I saw the Jalen Strong tweet, and immediately I was just like, is this Jalen Strong being real, or is this Jalen Strong just being upset? I mean... Um, if if it's true about all of the former Texans like d- players uh, reaching out to free agents and telling them to stay away, and free agents telling the Texans no way, I feel like it has to be true. See, but here's the thing: I think that former Texans players might just be like, "Look, like this is gonna get bad. Like he's like not good." to stay away uh i don't know if it necessarily from what i understand it's like they're saying specifically bill o'brien is a bad dude yeah um i mean he's not a good gm that's all that we can say well we know he's not a good gm yeah that's all we can say (laughs) (laughs) we know that we don't need anybody to tell us that all these memes with O.J. Simpson says he'll go crazy if the golf courses are closed. It's got, it's, oh, yeah. I've, it's like, I've how crazy talking? Someone better let him bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the Dolphins have had a good, pretty good uh, offseason so far. Yeah, I love their signings. As in, they've just signed everybody. <laughs> Yeah, and then apparently Todd Gurley's interested in going there, so... And they're trying to trade up for Joe Burrow. Allegedly. Alleged. I believe it. With all, the, with all it, their signings, they have so much draft capital. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it, but... I also don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. The only I team just, that could rival them in draft capital is the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, I I would like to see uh, the Dolphins take Justin Herbert, though. I think the Dolphins I, will be okay next year. Oh, yeah. Um, they still got work. They still got work to do. Don't get me wrong. but mm-hmm. A secondary of Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. It's nasty. Yeah. yeah, no, they're out. They're out here to play, but uh, I mean, their offensive line still needs a ton of work. Pass catcher's not great. But they are not my my choice to win the AFC East next year. Oh, why is that? I don't know. <laughs> we can talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, Byron Jones, Calvin Noy, a whole lot of, a whole lot of 
additions. Shaq Lawson. You know, I mean, that's not that big of a name, but he hasn't been awful. Not compared to to Byron Jones. Yeah, or Calvin Noy. Um, Maybe Todd Gurley. Maybe Todd Gurley. Can you imagine if they got Todd Gurley? Because then they wouldn't have to draft a running back earlier. Like, they still don't have to, but that's what we would expect to happen. Mm-hmm. Given that they're running back. Because now that they've added so many players, who are they going to spend their 27 picks on? O-line and quarterback, really. Now they can go BPA. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't even know. It must be so fun to be a Dolphins front office man right now. Yeah, they're just like, oh, do we have the money? Oh, what, we have $100 million in cap <laughs> space? Yeah, we have the money. <laughs> Do we have the picks? Yeah, we have the picks. Yeah, we have the picks. <laughs> All right, let's make some shit happen. Then. All right. You know what kind of player would look good in their defense right now? Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs> they should go and trade him. Oh, and trade for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think they they? Could, I mean, they have three firsts. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably have to give up eighteen. But I mean, if you can give up eighteen and get Minka Fitzpatrick, you might as well. Well, t- yeah, Steelers no, don't have a first that. either, so. Uh, yeah, so, I I think they could take. I th- I think they could do that. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, um a a, re- a reuniting that I'm very excited about. Of course, it means no no Von Bell, pretty much. Good. Um, I like Von Bell. I like Von Bell, but he doesn't make plays. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. He doesn't force turnovers. He makes plays. He just doesn't force turnovers, which is what I'm looking for. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins back to New Orleans as soon as he got released. I was like, "Oh, this is happening." Sean Payton has ever since regretted letting him go to free agency. It's a, it's a, a obviously a fit, um, something we need. It's gonna be good, dude. Yeah. If they, I'll, if I'll... the Saints can draft one interesting like cornerback, slot corner, even. In in the, the draft, their secondary is going to be so fun. They don't. They don't even, oh, they don't even need a slot corner. I'm so Chauncey. dumb. Yeah, they they can just add a corner. That's what Chauncey does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they definitely need a corner. I'm not going to rely on the Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, that's who we have William, right now. Or PJ Williams. Nah, I'm no, straight. Um, um. Yeah. Uh. Right now they have Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, CJ GJ. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins and TBD. <laughs> yeah, um, I love this mainly because he's not with the Eagles anymore. Uh, he's just so good, and I'm so happy he's not gonna play. He's the just Giants so smart. Yeah, and that's I'm what the Saints so needed. The Saints, oh, man, the Saints defense with the brains of Demario Davis and Malcolm Jenkins. I'm just so happy he's not an eagle anymore. It's gonna be, just, it's gonna be, miserable. it's gonna be so fun. I'm so excited. Another, yeah, me too. I was miserable when he was here. So, yeah, and now you can root for him because you're uh, a Saints fan by proxy. Yeah, but now I have to go against Darius Slay. So it's like, oh, I hate life. Um. <laughs> That's fair. Um, oh, a one more. Uh, this is giving me uh, shades of Russell Westbrook going to Houston. It's a player I have not liked very much. <laughs> um, the more I, I mean, he's obviously a very talented player. If he can not be a diva in Buffalo, which he seems excited to be going to Buffalo. Can, yeah, can I just point out, I don't think he's necessarily a diva. Yeah. I think he was just upset that they weren't throwing the ball to begin with. Not that they necessarily weren't throwing it to him. Yeah, it's I mean... As a receiver, to not even be given the opportunity... I was also predisposed to dislike him because he was a yeah, Viking. Yeah. Um, but now I can be more open <laughs> to liking him. And now I want to like him. Um, and I'm sure I will. Yeah, you have to be not- more open. <laughs> Uh, he, Diggs is a Buffalo Bill, um, I don't think either team lost the trade, 
I think it was a good. I think it was a good deal for both of them. I just don't understand how Diggs could get back as much as he did when DeAndre Hopkins got back as little as he did. Uh, it's because I I get that it's one GM is incredibly it's Bill O'Brien, bad. <laughs> and and it was so bad that that's not what people are gonna set the market on. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. He, it's gonna be good. Um, cause I think Diggs knows that. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Josh Allen is. I'm not sold on Josh Allen being bad. Like it seems a lot of people are. I mean, he's about to get a lot better, and there, and he's about to have no excuse for. A lack of production because it's always been, oh, he, who does he have to throw to? It's like, well, now he's got Stephon Diggs, so that's right out the window. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I think the Bills are going to be very, very good next year. The AFC East favorites. Are they? Uh, yeah, I think they have to be. Yeah. Um, I think they were like right below the Patriots before. And then now the Patriots have Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, can I just say how much I hated Jared Stidham <laughs> coming into oh, the draft? No, me too. I know he was Alex's, I think, like QB4. I hated him Dude, so much. I, just, I think he's my, like, QB9. He, he's literally, it just seems like Jake Fromm. I, like, I just feel about him the way I feel about Jake Fromm. That's fair. <laughs> um that's yeah that's that's fair i will say that i have more sympathy for jared Stidham because his last year he just had like a god-awful o-line so he couldn't do anything even if he wanted to from it's just from and his agent doesn't answer me so screw him um <laughs> i'm sorry didn't answer me it's not like I've, I've texted him once and he didn't answer me so i hate him i mean that's fair drew rosenhaus no it's, I know, I know who's agent. I, I can't text Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> he, blew, he blew me off, so I can't text him. <laughs> I'm so excited for Mobile. What if it gets canceled? No, that's not start looking nine, ten months into the future right now. <laughs> nine months, ten months. I'm dumb. Ten, ten months. Yeah. <laughs> Not even it's not, not even ten, it's slightly over ten months. Uh, man. Can't even use the excuse we're recording late right now. Um, no, we're recording at four thirty p.m. Uh, Panthers. You mean four thirty p.m. It's five thirty. I hate you so much. The Panthers are trying to trade Cam Newton because uh, they signed Teddy Bridgewater. Man, <laughs> the NFC South <laughs> is <laughs> going to be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, it's just the Falcons, but yeah. Yeah, well, the Buccaneers, Saints, and, and Panthers are going to be fun. I mean, I'm, I am personally super excited uh, because I'm glad Teddy B got his bag. He deserved it. Um, yeah, good for him. I know, it's, and now, Saints fans have been pretty chill this offseason. Um a lot of people, a couple of people have left, but it's like nothing been like, oh, you're dead to me, except for Keith Kirkwood. Screw Keith. And, and Tyler Davison, we're still mad at him. <laughs> no, but Tyler, uh, Teddy B, we wanted to, to get his bag. Oh, and Chris Harris Jr. Screw you, Chris Harris. I will. He was in a saint to begin with, so. I know, but he chose the Chargers over, over the Saints. I don't may, blame him. May, what? Why? <laughs> Because you think the Chargers, the Chargers are having, there? The Chargers are having a fantastic offseason right now. The Saints have not done much this offseason, but they didn't need to. So we chilling. But, we, but the we Chargers chillin'. have done a lot this offseason. Good for them. Yeah, but they have Tyrod Taylor. Eckler, they got Eckler. They let Melvin Gordon go. Why does that matter that they have Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor's good. He's all right. No. I had to watch. I had to watch. I had to watch him in Buffalo a lot. I'm looking for a new he's, co-host. He's very okay. You're you're dead to me. Um. Listen, I don't hate Tyrod. I, I like Tyrod. I hate you. I hate you. But he's um. he's very. Eh. Nah, you're dead to me. 
he's um, he's very mid. Alex, you've got a new podcast spot. Um, <laughs> Josh can have anybody else he wants. Speaking of the Chargers, they've had a pretty good offseason. <laughs> I know Alex is probably happy. He should be. Linville Joseph, Brian Bulaga, Chris Harris Jr., letting Melvin Gordon go, re-signing Austin Eckler. I love their offseason so much, and they still have the sixth overall pick. I'm going to call Alex. Hang up on Alex. No. <laughs> I'll hang up on him if he answers. Hello? Hey, well, how do you feel about the Chargers offseason? Great. It's been a great... <laughs> People just stop answering. I feel like every time I call someone, I hang up immediately. <laughs> Mid-sentence. Stop calling people. We're like <laughs> 60% of the way through this list, and we've been going for like 30 minutes, if not more. I don't want him to call me. I don't want him to text me. Um, yeah, Chargers. AFC West is going to be good next year. So, good for the Chargers for making all these moves. Like, if it doesn't work out, they would have made all these moves to suck. Um, what about James Bradbury going to the New York Giants? I mean, I'm here for it. I like James Bradbury. I like James Bradbury. So. James Barry. I, I literally just went James Burr. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> James, bruh. We're also um, kind of pushing. I feel like we we definitely need to be pushing through this list because a, that's a lot to talk about, and b, Brandon has stuff to do. Yes, I I should actually text that and see when uh, I see now. Text but, uh, that. I don't want to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I mean fourteen point five annually. It's only like four mil this year, uh, so that's great. But yeah, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm a big James Bradbury fan. I get that people hate it, but the reason that people seem to hate it is like, oh, he didn't have a good year last year. No one on the Panthers' defense had a good year, so of course the corner is not going to have a good year. I feel like if anybody is going to have a bad year, it's the secondary. Like they're just they're going to suffer if they're stuck out there to cover for however long. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm a big James Redford fan. And people also hate it just because of Dave Gettleman. It's like I get hating him. I'm all for hating him, but I'm not going to kill a signing of a player I like just because Gettleman did it. Yeah. I, 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 I like the move a lot as a neutral third party. I have seen a lot of James Bradbury because uh, we play him twice a year. Um, he's good, so it's a, definitely not a bad addition. Um, he's not a hog molly though. No, which thank God Gettleman didn't sign a hog molly there. And also to the people that are, if anybody here is bitching about the Giants signing a couple Packers linebackers, new defensive coordinator. Patrick Graham used to be the linebackers coach for the Green Bay Packers, so obviously he's going to sign some of his guys if they're available and affordable. And good. How do you feel about their 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 linebacker moves? Um, not a big fan because mainly because like I know Kyler Fackrell's like an edge, so it's like, but he's an outside linebacker. Edge isn't a position. Um. I, yeah, I, the only reason I don't like him really is because I feel like now we're not going to get Isaiah Simmons. And we probably weren't going to get him to begin with, but I was really holding out hope that we'd get him. Yeah, definitely. Then, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, but it's like now we're going to pass on Isaiah Simmons to, because we signed a guy who can't cover. So it's like we still can't cover in the second level. Hate it. Yeah, um, we we need to call bro. <laughs> we do not need to call bro. Never need number? to call. No. Oh, okay. Is, never. Is ne- never. Yes. <laughs> never need to call bro. But Nick Foles to the Bears. 
Um, okay. I hate this so much. Okay. I hate I am shocked. I am so shocked that the Jaguars were able to get rid of his contract so easily. No, I'm not even... It's and not for even a that. fourth. Yeah, that they got a fourth is insane. Some people, is I really saw some ridiculous. people on Twitter being like, oh, that's a steal for the Bears. I'm like, what? No, what? it's not. Just because uh. you got a quarterback doesn't make it a steal. Your team still needs help. You got a guy who's still a question mark at quarterback. And you have to pay him. No, I'm out. I hate this so much. I saw someone be like, oh, I like the deal. I wouldn't like it if he had injury concerns, though. I'm like, well, he literally just broke his collarbone and got beat out by a sixth-round rookie, so. Some concerns. Some concerns. Um, Speaking of injury concerns. <laughs> the Rams released Todd Gurley. We've already talked about this. Yes. <laughs> Um, Jack Conklin to the Cleveland. They're getting uh, more offensive linemen. Yeah, I love this. And then I think with 10, they're going to draft a left tackle, keep Conklin on their right, and then fix their biggest needs, who are literally left and right tackle. So and then, man, can't wait for the Browns to finish 5-11 and 11 next year. Probably, yeah. Um, but, you know, they address tackle... They signed Austin Hooper to have David Njoku and Austin Hooper. I don't even know what their plan is. Njoku said he's hype. He's, he's excited for Austin Hooper coming there. Yeah, but what, are they going to go, like, wishbone and have, like, two tight ends, two running backs back there? Just split two wide receivers? <laughs> no, they can't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's six. So it's, like, really just, what well, is the plan? <laughs> <sighs> two, yeah, they're just going to create their own offense. It's let's see, two running backs, one quarterback, two wide receivers. Oh, is, is there going to be a five. quarterback? <laughs> Odell Beckham's going to play quarterback. <laughs> play like play Njoku at left tackle. Uh, Odell and Jarvis can both throw the ball a little bit, so <laughs> they're true. they're going to man. If they had a fun head coach, they could have some fun offensive. <laughs> I'm telling you, putting Joku at left tackle, Conklin at right tackle, Austin Hooper on the outside of Conklin, and then defenses won't know whether Hooper or uh, Njoku are the eligible man and just go nuts with it. Just, just that's it. Just, you got to be quick, but just go nuts with it. If they had a fun, idea. If they had a fun offensive coordinator... They could have Imagine a lot they of fun. Had, like, Will Hall, dude, I'm ready for college football. If we get it, um, <laughs> don't even don't even joke like that, Brandon. I I'm just saying, completely serious on an entire whole nine level. If there's no football, I have no idea what our plan is. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. I, I'm I, I have nothing. We're gonna switch we'll, we'll, to to marble racing. We'll cover. Uh, we'll, we'll run Madden leagues and we'll cover Madden leagues as if they're marble <laughs> racing is is fire though. I don't know if you've been watching. I've seen them. It's fire, It's intense. Um, that light blue marble is godlike. <laughs> um, Michael Pierce. <laughs> Michael Pierce to Minnesota. Uh, yeah, I love this. I'm a big Michael Pierce fan. So he gets to stay in purple. Obviously, different team, but stay in purple. Um, he got pretty penny, I'll say. Um, and yeah, I love it from Minnesota, too, because Linville Joseph's gone, but then they went and got an, uh, arguably. Actually, I don't even think it's arguably. I think he's better than Linville Joseph. So Linville Joseph's gone. He's you get Michael much better Pierce than Linville Joseph. Yeah. I like Linville Joseph, but Michael Pierce is much, much better. Yeah, so you get an upgrade. Love it. And next one is Kendall Fuller going back to Washington. Um, this one, the main reason that I like it is because, like, so Kansas City traded Alex Smith for Kendall Fuller, and I believe at first, and then Kendall Fuller left. So basically Alex Smith just got traded for first. Do with that what you will. Um, 
you know, he seemingly just wanted to go back to this organization, which is something you never hear about Washington. Um, but yeah, good for them. They got a stop us. Yeah. <laughs> a solid starting corner now, especially with Josh Norman gone. I'm all for it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm excited. I, uh, it's, it's weird. It'll be weird seeing him in a, in a Redskins uniform, you know? Yeah, no, we've never seen this before. So it's like, all right, we'll see how it looks. Um, and then uh, the last move that we have to talk about. Um, so yeah, we're not talking about all the moves, just the big ones. And then we do have one mailbag question that got sent in. Oh, <laughs> from Alex, because whenever I was texting him uh, okay. <laughs> about hanging up on him, he was like, "Yeah, I saw it coming." Okay. Uh, Robert Quinn to Chicago. Um, their defense is still good. Wow, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but it's like they have bigger needs than edge rusher. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, and we'll see if Robert Quinn can put it all together again, like on a consistent basis. Um, yeah, he, he played good last year, but when someone's in the last year of their contract, you always kind of worry about whether or not they can keep doing it. And yeah, I mean... I'm all for it, but five years, $70 million for a guy that is, I can't see his age here. That's cool. Uh, I'm assuming he's at least 30 at this point. I feel like he's been around a while. I uh, got drafted in 2011, so 29, about to be 30 before the season starts. Five years, 70 mil. Um yeah, I mean, he, he had uh, easily his best year that he's had since 2013. So good for him, but yeah, I, I still, I have my worries about it, my doubts about it, and I don't like signing him when you can help your offensive line or pay Jimmy Graham even more money. Yeah, Jimmy Graham... Uh, eight million to Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Um. Thank you, Chicago. I cannot thank you enough for getting that over with quickly, so Saints fans could shut up about bringing him back. They do not want him back, especially not at that price tag. No, not at all. Not a fan. Not a fan. Hate that. <laughs> nope. Don't like that. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, and then the last the, the, that's it for the players we're talking about and then the mailbag question we got in was from Alex and it says who has had the best offseason so far hmm. I mean I feel like you gotta go between the three of Miami, Arizona or L.A. Chargers, obviously not Rams. Arizona had the best move of the offseason. I mean, they had they definitely had the best trade. I guess we could say it's like two moves if you include getting rid of David Johnson, getting Hop while keeping your first. They re-signed DJ Humphreys. They signed Jordan Phillips. They signed Devon Kennard. They signed Devon J. Campbell. I miss them signing Jordan Phillips. Yeah. Jordan Phillips is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, for me, it's either the Dolphins or the Cardinals. Well, the Chargers have done a very good job of getting offensive linemen. Yeah, they got Trey Turner and Brian Bulaga. They tagged Hunter Henry, so he's back. Signed Austin Eckler, so he's back. Can't wait for Hunter Henry to get injured before the season starts again. According to Mike Garofalo, so far, Melvin Gordon is not getting anything remotely close to what the Chargers offered him in training camp. (laughs) Yikes. 
doesn't shock me. Uh, this is a no longer a running back gets paid league. Nope. Yeah. Except for Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara are both going to get paid. Yeah, but I mean, they're not just running backs. Yeah. McCaffrey's going to get that the nice AB, both a running back and slot receiver. <laughs> But didn't didn't want didn't AB want both an like an outside receiver and a slot receiver like salary or something like that? Something. I mean, he's a crackhead. So. That's fair. <laughs> um, that's very Does fair. He count? <laughs> no. Do you think he's gonna get signed? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Apparently, the Bucks said that they're not interested in bringing him back, which is like especially funny because Bruce Arians used to coach him. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'm good. <sighs> All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. I think that about does it. And uh, come, like I said, talk to us on Twitter. We're there. We're, we have literally nothing better to do. Come play Warzone with mm-hmm. me. Hit me up if you want to play Warzone. <laughs> Or 2K with me. <laughs> or 2K with Brandon. Uh, that's all we're really doing. I've been watching All-American on Netflix. I, I'm waiting for this weekend to binge it. Um, um, but also, if anybody's interested in iMessage tournament games, make sure you DM me or the whole nine account for it. Or, I mean, yeah, you could DM Dylan also. I don't care. You can DM but, me as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when are we doing the next one? Uh, I think I'm going to set it up to be this Sunday again. I might just do every Sunday like a tournament. I'm not sure if it'll be cup pong or eight ball or what's going on. I'm I'm down for an eight ball tournament. Let's do eight ball this weekend. We'll see. I think I'm gonna leave it up to the previous champ. So it's like <laughs> if someone besides Steve wins. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that'll ever happen. I don't know. I could have beaten him if I was in the tournament. <laughs> well, just don't be a, an idiot <laughs> this time. I make no promises. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, I got a notification. Let's see if it's something important. No. Nope. Kevin Johnson signing with the Browns. Not no. important. No. Um. It was someone liking our tweet. No. Not important. <laughs>